Victor Theory Podcast with your host, Kevin Hooker. And Sophie Spatero. And on today's podcast, we have Mackenzie. Hey, y'all. How are y'all? <laughs> Good morning. And Mackenzie, when she was younger, she had a heart issue and uh, basically been dealing with that probably her whole life. So I'm going to let Mackenzie tell you a little bit more about that. Let's go ahead, Mackenzie. All right. So my name's Mackenzie. I'm 22 years old. I got diagnosed with endocarditis when I was 12 years old. Um, I went one day to get my teeth clean and I started getting anemic really bad. And I started was freezing cold in the middle of summer. And whenever I would check up at my pediatrician at the time he listened to my heart and I had a heart murmur and he's never heard of it before until then so of course they admit me to the hospital and they run some tests and notice I had bacteria around my heart and they were like all concerned about it and I was 12 years old at the time so of course my mom's freaking out and everything and I don't know nothing so yeah um, they run tests, or they did an echo and notice it. It's like spread it around my heart, which they told me I could do antibiotics for a little bit. Um, and so I did antibiotics while I was at the hospital, and then they had to transfer me to a specialty hospital that was specialized in the endocarditis. So mm-hmm. I went to the hospital over here called Sutton's Children's Hospital at the time but it's closed down now i think so they put me in there and i was getting an iv our pick line which is a pretty much a permanent iv but it's like um better flow through the arm so i was getting that every four hours at the hospital and then i was there for three weeks or two to three weeks and then they took me home and then my mom had to give me antibiotics at the house and I was in sixth grade, and then school started back in sixth, uh, in August. And whenever school started back, I had to get a homeschool teacher to be at the house. And then, so that happened. So, and then I had to get a home health nurse to come to the house every day to make sure everything was running right. And it had to get cleaned up. Like every week, I had to get it changed and dressing. And yeah. so I started feeling really bad one day. And my mom was like, well, let's go to the doctor and see what they say. So they took me back to the doctor and they ran some more tests and noticed it had spread more around my heart. And so we set me up for a surgery in Arkansas Children's Hospital because they specialized in, um, yeah, they're one of the best children's hospital for open heart. So mm-hmm. I went there October 1st. Um, we decided to do surgery on October 4th. So I had to have open heart surgery. Wow. Yes, ma'am. That's really young to be having it too. Dang. Yeah, and yeah. I never had any heart problems prior to that before. I can only imagine how scary that would be. And as a mom, if my child was going through that, I'd feel pretty helpless. Yeah. It was scary for sure. Especially you went to, and you went to the dentist, and all that stemmed from the dentist. I guess you kind of yeah. That's where we had to roll it down to, like so. 
I was getting my teeth cleaned, like, just a normal checkup. And whenever I did, like, everything was fine because, like, I never had any heart problems before. But now I have to start taking antibiotics every time I go to a dentist just so to prevent it from ever happening again. Wow. Goodness yeah. gracious. <laughs> that was a life long uh, You had to take antibiotics probably from now on, I bet. Yeah, I got to take antibiotics every time I go to the um, the dentist and any kind of surgery I have to have, I have to be very careful on what's happening. Well, don't feel alone because I've been doing the same thing with my antibiotics since uh, I was born. <laughs> it's just no fun. And right. then plus, like, um, whenever I went into surgery, they try to put a ring around my left ventricle to help it squeeze because they noticed, like, the bacteria done attacked or attached to it for so long. And so whenever they put that ring on my heart, um, they had to rush me back into surgery because it was pinching my blood flow to go into my heart. So they had to rush me back in there. So I was in there for a a little bit more problems than I came in there for. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Did you you have to homeschool um, the rest of your, you know, um, so I had surgery October 4th and I left the hospital October 30th, I think I want to say, or 29th. And then I got to go to school back that November. Like I couldn't do no heavy lifting or nothing like that. So I got to go back finally, but it like, I had to catch up after being in the hospital for so long. And then I got to go back, back probably, I don't know, it was probably mid November before I could go back. So I could say I'm caught up. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's good that you at least got to go back to school and you didn't have to just kind of be homebound you know, oh, yeah. the whole time. Yeah. I saw that your Nana uh, is the one that kind of found out what was going on for you. Yeah, because like, you know, whenever your parents, like whenever you see somebody every day, you're not going to be like, oh, they look different. Like my Nana noticed that I was like pale in the face when I went to go visit because she lives in Mississippi. So she was like, something's not right about you. And I was like, I'm fine. Of course, I'm not fine. But my mom noticed I was sleeping more. And we all know how hot it is out here in Louisiana whenever it's um, in the middle of summer. And I was always outside with a blanket and falling asleep in the middle of talking. I couldn't hardly keep my eyes open. Wow. Goodness. Yeah. It was scary. One of the scariest times. But now my heart's like at 30% now, and I have a thing called a defibrillator, mm-hmm. which keeps my heart from not going too high or too low. So it just keeps it contained. But that's just for if I ever need it. I don't, have, like, it's never gone off. I've had that since 2019, January of 2019. Wow, that's awesome that it's helping you. I mean, it's that need it really <laughs> yeah as they call it insurance policy if like i ever do need it right yeah. does it only like 30 percent of it you know of your heart working? yeah 30 yeah 30 percent less than thir- like it's like between 25 and 30 percent of my heart still working wow yeah. but it don't so have that a, go ahead kevin i'm sorry that's the same thing i think you were fixing to ask me does it affect you in any other way like exercise or anything like that yeah that's what I was gonna say are you limited in what you can do now because of that um I wouldn't say limited like they don't give me restrictions like I see um 
Like, I've seen my cardiologist, I see him every six months, and he's like, because you can do whatever you want, but you know your boundaries. Like, don't ask me to go run no marathon or nothing like that, because I do get short-winded going up the stairs and things like that. I've noticed, like, whenever, of course, as you get older, you know um, your cans and can'ts, but, like, I can't run hardly, but I can, like, go to the gym, but I get more winded than my, like, your average 22-year-old, though. I can definitely tell that. But it's just because I've gone through a lot, and they have right. It's probably hard for your heart to pump all that blood with oxygen to everything to keep you going straight. Oh yeah, going up the stairs, like going up two flights of stairs. I'm like, <laughs> but I don't let nothing stop me. Like I'll do like I do whatever, but I don't try to have no restrictions. Like I. Like, I haven't gone to the gym in, like, a year, but I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the COVID's been going on, so, you know, you can't, you know. You got oh, the yeah. Not to go. You got the reason not to go. Exactly. And then they want you to wear a mask going to the gym, and I'm like, you can't do all that. You already, like, feel like you're already sweating and huffing and puffing, and then having a mask on is a bit difficult, too, at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are you going to school now or what do you do um, for work? Um, so I'm not in school currently. I was I tried nursing school. I've tried a few schools here locally, but um, could never get Like I tried to do some tests and that never, like I tried to get in and I couldn't because it was either too competitive or like I tried to enter exam and it didn't happen. So I work at this place called Advanced Cardiologist Specialist in Shreveport. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm a CNA or certified medical assistant is what they call me, but I do EKGs and go over medicines. I work at a heart doctor actually, exactly where my heart doctor is located. So I get to be hands-on with patients that are actually going through the same kind of thing that I'm going through. Of course, their stories are all different, but I work at a heart doctor. That's cool. Love it. Yes, I love it. Because I, I feel like they're not alone whenever, like, you can be like, well, I've gone through that, too. And it's just inspiring. And they're like, no way. I'm like, yeah, I have a zipper, part of the zipper club. And that's <laughs> yeah. what they call it. And it's just, it touches people. And they, they don't feel like they're alone as well. Yeah, I'm sure that that would help me if I was in that situation to go in and have whoever's helping me be like, oh, it's okay. You know, I've done it. You you know, you don't have to worry and just exactly. kind of put you at ease a little bit. Yes, ma'am. That was, I found out, I went, what, Friday when I saw mm-hmm. you? And uh-huh. then Shannon was in there and it was like, I was nervous because I didn't know what was going on. And then uh, I knew a lot of people. So it was like, I felt comfortable. Yeah. Whenever you know somebody, it like helps it at ease. Or no people year round. Yeah, I saw Harper coming there, and I've, I've known him a long time, and he it made me feel good when I saw Harper. And then I saw you, and I saw Shannon came in there, so it was a yeah. uh, it was nice knowing everybody was around. Absolutely. Were, were there ever times when um, you just felt kind of super down about your situation? And yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, so. Um, sometimes, like, as I was growing up, like, going through high school and stuff, 
um, because, like, I couldn't do competitive sports. Like, I did have restrictions at that time, like, where I couldn't do no heavy lifting. I couldn't go run. And I was like, why to happen to me like I'm only like I never had any heart problems before like why does this have to happen to me like I always like I did have those times in my life like wanted like why this want like being a Debbie Downer about it but now I'm like God put me through this so I can tell others about my story and they don't have to feel alone it's just it's good to have a good mindset on it now but when I was in high school, it was hard because, like, you. of course, I did want to play sports. I wanted to be able to, like, go do track or do softball or some kind of activity. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't because, like, I did have restrictions and I ha- couldn't let my heart get to a certain degree. But now I have a defibrillator. I w- like, I know I probably could, like, my heart, they thought my heart was going to get better. Or I was going to have to have a transplant. And, of course, when you say a transplant to a young girl, she's like, absolutely not. Like, I don't want to do that. Can we just see if my heart will get better? Because, yeah, like, yes, ma'am. It's, and it's scary, like, going through a heart transplant. I know people have done it. But, like, sometimes there's this thing called rejection of getting a new heart. And then you get sepsis and you get sicker and it just, it's scary. Like, it's like a kidney or any kind of organ transplant. It's just scary to go through that because it's a foreign, it's not your organ. It's, like, it's foreign. Yeah. It's scary. The body just tries to fight it because it's like, yeah, this isn't you. (laughs) Yeah. Who is this? What is this heart? But (laughs) I know they told me, like, eventually, and it has put a, a toll on my adult life by me having it because I probably won't be able to have children they told mm-hmm. me my t- heart's too weak to ever be pregnant and like that's like us females have like I feel like every girl should go through having a child but not I know some people don't want children but like like I want kids like I want to be able to like carry my kid be able to say I have a child like I know adoption is always there too but mm-hmm. it's just different. But I know I will have eventually do surrogacy and adoption because I know there's other ways to have children. But whenever I was growing up, like I always saw I was going to be have my own baby and all the things. Yeah, so. that's, that's hard to come to grips mm-hmm. with. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I just can't imagine. Yes, ma'am. And again, saw you said you had red dots on your legs. What what did that mean? Red dots is petechia. Um, I really don't know how to describe petechia other than it was the red little dots all over my legs. It was they just said it was like me being anemic. Like other people showed different ways of being anemic. I think, and that was my way of showing it. Like, it was, like, just little red dots. Like, at first, we just thought I got into something. So, of course, Mom's going to be like, oh, it's okay. Just, it'll go away in a couple of days. Well, it didn't go away until, like, I got a blood transfusion. Because, like, my bar- like my labs were all over the place. Don't ask me what my labs were. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> but I just know I was anemic. And they had to give me a blood transfusion when I was in the hospital. I probably would have thought the same thing that my son just got into some bugs or something, you know. Yes. Like, well, <laughs> oh, 
it'll go away. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, Something just happens. rub some of that calamine lotion on it and uh, take a Benadryl. You'll be all right. Exactly. You sound like me, uh, <laughs> blood pressure, because Shane has been asking me, what's the numbers? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know the numbers. I, I, they're always telling me it's a little high. It's a little high. That's all I ever hear. So I'm like, yeah. Why do you remember the numbers if they just tell you it's a little high? I'm going to start taking pictures of the machine. You know, I'm going to be like, here you go. Here you go. Yeah. There you go. And then Shannon can give it to Dr. Davis. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's what some patients do. They it always tell me, the, they always tell me my numbers, but I don't ever know what it means either. So I'm just like, is that good? So, like, the doctor I work for at the clinic or whatever, he says between um, 90, your top number between 90 and 140, and then your, but everybody's different, of course. Some people run, like, 80 over 50, like myself, and that's fine for me. I feel fine. And then your bottom number needs to be between 60 and 90. Oh, okay. If that helps y'all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can only... <laughs> If it's bad or good by the look on Shannon's face, I'm like, oh. <laughs> she needs to work on her poker face. <laughs> yes. Like, tonight she had that look on her face like it was something serious, but I couldn't, you know, I was like, okay, you're going to tell me, you know, like, she said, you let me worry about it. I'm like, okay. Okay. I guess yeah. she me out. <laughs> she don't want to stress you out and then make it go back up. There's my old Cujo. We can't get through an episode without him barking at something. Oh, I had to step outside with my two dogs. I have two boxes in there. Ugh. Can, do, you still, do you still have uh, affections around your heart still every once in a while? Or, or is it well, all gone? That, sorry, it cut out. What would you say? Do you still have infections sometimes around the heart? Or is it all No, gone? they got it all off. Like I don't have no infection on the heart. It's just weak. Yeah, all the infection's gone. It's just my heart's a little weak. A lot of weak, not a little. <laughs> <laughs> but do yeah, you have any? Do you have any plans for the future? Things you want to accomplish? Yeah, I want to go to the mountains. I want to be able to climb. Uh, or I say climb. <laughs> Jokes on me. Um, I want to be able to like just go to the mountains. I've always wanted to go to Colorado. Oh yes, you'll love it. That's where I'm from. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yes, it's beautiful. Oh, I've heard it's so gorgeous up there. I want to go there. And, of course, like, we go to the beach every year. So I'm, like, kind of wore out from the beach. But it's always nice to get away from work for, like, a couple of days. Yes. But Colorado, I want to go skiing. I want to go ice skiing or snowboarding, however you call it. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um uh, I, I I never really could get into it, but a lot of my friends really liked it. There's just mm -hmm. something about going down a mountain and not having any control over what I'm doing. <laughs> well, I just <laughs> want to be able to go out. like flatness. I don't want to be able to like go down like a steep hill because Lord Jesus, yeah. my balance skills, I'd be on the ground in two seconds. I couldn't even That's walk across thing. the parking lot without spraining my ankle when I first started working at this place. And then I went I, roller skating on a date, actually, and sprained my wrist or fractured my wrist. So I'm as clumsy as they come. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to do the bunny slope. That's the one that they put most of the children on. It's very calm, Wait. but it's still fun. <laughs> yeah, just put me on that one or just put me on an inner tube and I'll go down the hill. 
Oh, yeah, there you go. That'll be good. Yeah, I'll do that. I can say, I went down a mountain. I didn't ski yeah. down it, but I just went down it. <laughs> I miss yeah. it so much. The mountains are just beautiful over there. And um, uh, I like to go to Arkansas now, too, because they have a, a little bit of mountains. They're a little, a lot different, but it, yeah. it kind of tricks it me good. into being in the mountains. Yeah, my dad just went to him and his um, friends or whatever. They go on ATV rides. They've gone to like Mina and they've gone to all the the South states for the rides. But they just went up yesterday or left. Yet when was it? Yesterday, and they're headed up to Wyoming to go do the mountains up there to ride their racers and four wheelers. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, there ain't no way I could be in the car for that long because, Lord, I get so impatient. I get tired of being in the car. I just get like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Oh, yeah. It's a far drive, too, especially yeah. if you have other people who, you know, have to stop and go to the bathroom all the time. Exactly. <laughs> I those people, though. I can't Me say that. Me, too. Nothing. I'm like, can we stop here? Can we stop there? It's, and then they're like, we're just three hours away. Just hold it. I'm like, <laughs> hold the bathroom. I have to take a LASIK. I have to go to the bathroom. And I just want to get out. I'm feeling cramped in here. Exactly. It's just so annoying. And then my mom's like, just hold on. Just wait until we get gas. I'm like, that's 200 and something miles. No, ma'am. Yeah. I have I, to go. I do that with Shannon all the time. I'm like, uh, I've made a deal with her like two years ago. I'm like, how about we don't uh, drive anywhere? We just fly because I can't stop 100 times with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, flying's way easier. Shoot, I like flying. I've only gone flying once, but if you tell me, hey, fly or drive, I'm choosing flying. Yeah, any day of the week. Now, my mama, she will tell you we're driving. I'm like, she is deathly afraid of flying. Her and my brother both. We didn't even make it past the. Uh... Past Louisiana Downs with uh, when we left. Oh my god. Yeah. That's only 45 minutes from the house. Yeah, I was like, uh, really? We're going to stop this soon. It's going to be a long drive. <laughs> yeah. Where'd y'all go? Uh, North Carolina. To see her Is mom. that where Megan's from? Uh, or was Virginia. that where Megan was living? Yeah, Megan was living in Virginia. And we drove oh, her. Virginia. Yeah, we took her car to her all the way in Virginia. That was a long drive. I feel uh, like it took about eight days with Shannon in the car. <laughs> Oh, God. Better be. She got a bathroom. Us females have a whole smaller body, I feel like, than dudes do. Yeah. After that, we decided she was like, we're going to fly. I'm like, okay, I'm, I agree. I'm all for that now. Yeah. yeah. Me. So, God, the was... last time we drove to Colorado, it took us about 28 hours, and the drive is really only 17 hours. Oh, God. but it was just all of the stopping and uh, it was me and my husband. So we took turns driving, but it was still just, you know, between me and my son, we had to stop all the time. <laughs> Bless it. Hey, Mackenzie, how, how was uh, at, at Sutton's when you were at Sutton's that they uh, take really good care of you there? I was, I oh, yeah, I really enjoyed that place. I, like they made me feel like at home every day. Like, That's it was really I was, nice. I was there when I was little, too. So, it was like, I was used to that place. It's kind of like my home hospital. Yeah. Um, you know, they closed down now. It's like a Christus now of some sort. 
Yeah, I actually have to go tomorrow and have x-rays there. At, oh, it's really? Oshner's or something now, I think, right? I couldn't so, tell you. I think that's what they told me to come to the old Shumper Hospital. So that's where I'm going tomorrow. Old stomping grounds. Yep, go in there and say, hey, you have my bed in here still? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were good people, though, over there. And I loved Arkansas Children's Hospital. Like, I, like I, I didn't stop going until I was, like, 20, I think, over at Arkansas for my yearly checkup. And then um, I just stopped seeing my pediatrician, like, a few months ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my I, saw me until I was like 25 I mean especially if we had special cases I'm sure they stick with us like they did with you oh yeah like he said you can come back anytime but I'm like I am 22 years old I gotta stop seeing the pediatrician because I look like because I'm going by myself and they're probably like why is she in here who's she waiting on oh you yeah. see my doctor yeah that's what I would go in there and I would be like the oldest one and I'm like okay maybe I need to do something different now yeah same my son is like six feet tall and he still has to go see a pediatrician when we go on base Uh and so it's it's really weird for him he feels very awkward because he's like I'm almost a man and I was like you are a man first of all but then he goes into the doctor's office and they have like the little pediatrician beds with fire trucks and buses and you know it's he's like uh, I guess I'll sit up here on this fire truck. <laughs> I'm like, poor kid. <laughs> oh, they have the tables that are really lower, and you sit there, and your legs are hanging off to the ground. Yeah. Those little chairs, those little chairs that they have. I'm yes. just like, I can sit in these. <laughs> I remember my doctor, even after I was 20, every time I had he'd give me a sucker or a lollipop. I'm like, really? <laughs> we still going through this? Yeah, we're still doing- uh, I'll take the sucker. It's fine. Yeah, give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> and I Where's love when sticker? they gave the big stickers. I don't know if they gave y'all stickers. Like yeah. you yes. have a sticker for good job. I used to hate getting my finger pricked. I used to be the most tedious baby ever. I just just do it. And I hate getting blood drawn still to this day. I start getting like I could watch other people get stuck, but when it's my turn, I'm I have to look away. It's just so I can't do it. I'm the it same way. Yeah, I'm like, just do it. Hurry up. Hurry. Okay. Is it there? <laughs> have you, uh, had, when you're at the heart doctor, have you, well, when you're working at ACS, mm-hmm. have you had somebody that had the same, almost the same issue you had? Um, I had this one patient, actually. Um, I was there, and they're like, what's wrong with your chest? I was like, oh, I had open heart surgery. They're like, what do you have? I said, endocarditis. And she's like, no way. I was like, yeah. She's like, and then she told me her story. She was born with it, though. I was like, how do you get born with it? Usually, like, whenever you're young. But she said, like, I think she said that she was doing something one day and just felt, like, chest pressure. And and they um, took her to the doctor. And sure enough, she had endocarditis. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then I had a young girl come in and she had, um, was just for a checkup. And sure enough, she had this other kind of bacteria around her heart. And she was young. She was like 26. I'm like, geez, this is scary. I wouldn't say the same story as me, but I have heard people have endocarditis as well. 
Yeah, cause I, I'll go up to the hospital all the time with my weird uh, Agent Orange stuff, and I'm like, nobody ever has it, so they're always asking me questions about how's this affecting you, and is that a war disease or what is that? And I'm like, a little bit of both, you know. It's a disease nobody has, you know. Yeah. Not very many. They're shocked. They're like, huh? What? How'd you get this? And it's mostly of the same age group. If they do have it, you know, they're within, I guess, the Vietnam era or whatever, you know. Yeah. All the Vietnam kids that were born. I haven't never met anybody, like, in town or Shreveport that had it, has anything like mine. So, kind of lonely. Not very many. Yeah. Not very many people. (laughs) From old Louisiana came from Vietnam, so it's crazy over here. That's for sure. I'm not even from here. Well, do you have any like words of wisdom for anybody who's might be going through something like you went through, or uh, just to kind of help them keep a good positive mindset? Because it seems like you were able to keep a good mindset through your. The thing that got me through it was you're not alone. You're like, you're never alone with anything. You just have to keep pushing and just know every day is a new day. And you just have to keep a positive mindset. Like that's what you have to keep telling yourself. It's a new day. It's going to be okay. You're not alone. That's what I go by now. It's not there alone, and if they have any questions, I'd be more than willing to answer them. So. Great. Where could they reach out to you if um, if they wanted to? Um, so I have it an Instagram, Mackenzie Crawford with a C, and then I have an Instagram, Mac M A C K underscore Anna A N N A twenty eight at Instagram. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Well, great. I'm glad you were able to take the time to um, chat with us today and Absolutely. share your story. Thank you all. Yes, thank you for coming on and talking with us. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you all for having me. Is there, like, what is y'all's podcast on? On uh, Spotify, iTunes, just about every one of the uh, podcasts. The yeah. And we'll we'll share the link on our page for you so that if you want to share it on your social media, you can. Yeah, we'll send you a a copy of it also. All right, sounds good. I can't wait. Thank y'all. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Y'all too. Have a great day. Y'all too. Bye. Bye.